With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey lads, Alon here. International break blues have a hold of us again, interrupting our regularly scheduled programming. But we'll still be active on Twitter at FMLPL and email FMLPL at gmail.com to answer all of your fantasy prem questions. So instead of a normal pod this week, we're continuing our series of fireside chats. And on this episode, I talk with renowned internet artist Petra Courtright about her, USA Soccer, Women's Soccer, The Prem, and more. Lastly, shout out to our dudes, Ari and producer Nate, for the new fireside chat theme music, which is straight fire as per usual. Anyway. Okay, listeners, welcome to another FML FL Fireside Chat. It's my pleasure to have on renowned internet artist and soccer freak, Petra Courtright. Hi, Petra. Thanks. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Is internet artist and soccer freak a good way to describe you? That's a great way to describe me. That's actually, I'm like going to change my bio to like only say that now. <laughs> Every art interview from now on, you're like, I'm just a soccer freak. Absolutely. Um, so I think the best place to start with you is a bit of background. Uh, when did you first like get into soccer and start following soccer, hardcore and stuff like that? Um, well, I played for like 14 years and um, my mom actually played in high school. So that's how I got into it. Or not, sorry, not in high school, uh, in college. Um, and she played, she played like before there was even an official women's team at, um, at UCSB in Santa Barbara. Um, and she's from like the South Bay in California, like where, and she knew the people that like started AYSO and stuff. Oh shit. Yeah. Like he, they were like, he was like her neighbor. Um, so, or something like that. I don't know. So she like, uh, so my mom was my coach when I was really little. Um, and then, and cause she had a, she had actually kind of like, I don't know she, I don't think she ever had class A. It was like B or something. Um, but, and she was friends with like people who worked for the national team and stuff. So, um, but she's also, she was also a painter. So I'm like, I'm just like a weird, I'm just like following in line of my parents who were both like artists and athletes. It's like a interesting combo. Yeah. It's Um, almost like you have like half your DNA from one of them and half your DNA from another one of them. Yeah. But they were kind of like the same. (laughs) So I'm just like also the same. But it's like, yeah, I mean, it's a really, it's a funny combo because like, honestly, if you threw a ball at like most artists, you don't, you don't, it, it's like disturbing the results that would <laughs> happen. Like it's not, it's not right. Um, yeah, I, I was Googling you and shit and I was, I read about like your, a little bit of your soccer history beforehand and you were like, you know, really super into it and, and super good probably because you were being scouted and shit. And, I, like, in my own world, I was like, oh, let me see, like, 
your height and weight. And I was like looking up your like FIFA stats and I was like, wait, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> it's like, this isn't real life. But um, what position were you? What kind of player were you? I was, um, I was, I played right back. Like later on, that was like, uh, I really like fell into that position um, in my, for my club team. I started playing club when I was like 10 or something. Um, and then it became quite serious later on, like uh, with all the scouts and stuff. And like, I was, I was such a fucking brat because I never, I just relied on, I was, I'm 5'10", and so I, like, relied on my height, I was really fast, um, and I just loved running, and I had, like, uh, I guess I had, like, a few tricks up my sleeve, like, I would do this one little step over all the time, or, like, and I love doing, for some reason, I love Cruyff turns so much, so I'd always... Love a Cruyff turn. (laughs) But, like... Um, I was never like really that technical of a player. So I needed to be on the outside so I could just run. And I was the kind of like, it's like attacking right back that would like, you know, score goals sometimes. Um, kind of like ballerine or something. Oh shit. Okay. Ballerine. Ballerine. Um, I'm so bad with like the pronunciations. Oh, I mean, we constantly fuck shit up. Every foreigner (laughs) that listens to the pod is like, you're a fucking idiot. It's, it's Fuchs, not Fuchs. Um, (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, like, I think it was Jamie Carragher who said that, like, uh, all fullbacks are either failed wingers or failed center backs. So <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense that you are just like a hardcore runner with size, but you really wanted to be a winger, it sounds like, with your, with your technical yeah. stuff. Yeah, I mean, and like, because I wasn't that technical, and like, oh, there's this one thing I used to, I loved doing this thing where I would like pass the ball on the right side, I'd basically like pass the ball to myself if I knew I was like fast enough to beat someone. So I'd like pass the ball on the right side of this, like the defender and then run around the left yeah, side. Yeah, That's a class, like bail. Bail does that kind of shit. Yeah. And I did that to this girl three times in a game. And then the third time I did it, she turned around and punched me in the face. So that, was, like, <laughs> um, that is fucking I, amazing. Yeah. But I was kind of like, I always, and crazy, I was a huge baby though. Like I never got, I never even got yellow carded. And I played for like 14 years. Um, What? Yeah, I was really like, I always wanted to just beat people by skill or by speed. I never, I like never, I was the cleanest player ever. Um, Because I'm a, I just didn't want problems with anyone. Um, But I used to give the jersey numbers of the players who were bothering me to my friend at halftime and then she would go, like, beat on them in the second half. Um, so, so I had, like, <laughs> my friend was, because she, like, some of the girls, like, I don't know, girls are nasty. And, like, they some of them really, like, getting in fights. And, like, I just wanted nothing to do with it. But I guess my hands weren't fully clean because I would just, like, put hits out on people, like, for the second half. Yeah, no, you're, you're totally an accomplice in the, in the reds and yellows that your friends accumulated. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, and my club coach was, uh, he actually, so he was a Spurs fan. He, but my club coach was British, mm. um, that coached me for like most of my life. And, um, uh, my mom actually helped him get, uh, visa to come over here. And like, he lived at our house for a while and stuff. So, um, she like knew he was a really good coach and like, he still lives in Southern California now and like coaches, uh, girls teams. But, uh, yeah. So like, I guess. I guess I technically I should be a Spurs fan because I ha- guess I had that like connection. But um, like I said before, I'm a you know a secret Chelsea fan, but also like 
it's ashamed to be a Chelsea fan. I, I think you're a fucking Chelsea fan. I think it's it's safe <laughs> to say that you're a Chelsea fan. The the like reactions that come come from your Twitter and stuff, whether <laughs> they do well or they do poorly, is like that of a fan. Like you're either furious or you're elated. I know it's true. Well, I like I like Antonio Conte. Like I think he's uh, Conte's he's the man. Like, yeah, turned it around, you know. And they got and I also like um, and he and like Diego Costa is like nice now. <laughs> well, yeah, he started the season with like four yellow cards right out the gate, and then he hasn't got one since. He's been he's been good. He's been a good boy lately. So I don't know. He like seems happier or something. They all seem happier. Well, yeah, is- against Everton, I thought he was gonna. I thought, like, for sure it had cost a red card written all over it because they were, like, <laughs> I think it was Jack Yelka came into him with, like, cleats up tackle into his shins. And I was, like, oh, my God, like, the dog-faced goblin is about to come out and just, like, kill everyone. But, yeah, he, ma- he maintained. He just scored goals instead. Yeah. No, he's been – they've been good. And I also like um, Conte that came over from Leicester – I thought he was like actually, I thought he was like a huge reason why they did so well last season. Um, oh, 100%. Yeah. And like, I, so I, and I really, really liked him. Everyone was talking about like Mares and Vardy, but like, I mean, well, not everyone. No, like people, he definitely got his credit or something, but I don't know. I always like, and because I was a defender, I feel like I really appreciate a player like that who's like running all over the fucking field, like, just doing so much work, like, in the middle. Yeah, he's, uh, like, having two players. He's a f- fucking physical specimen. <laughs> right. I know. It's so crazy. What about the, like, so you love Conte, but were you a former Mourinho lover when he was at Chelsea winning and everything? No, not really. No, you never really got on board? No. I don't know. I don't know what it is. He just kind of irks me. Oh, I mean, I, I, I fucking despise him, but I uh, figure, like, Chelsea fans like him or something. I don't know. No, I don't know. There's just something. I, I guess I just don't like this. I don't know. I, yeah, I can't I can't do it with him. I, I think uh, Antonio is just doing such a better job. You can just tell if, like, the players are happy or not. Yeah, that's the bottom line. It seems like Mu always won in spite of the players almost. He's just like, mm-hmm. just do what I tell you to do and nothing more and we'll win. And Conte, right. like, yeah, it's just like a good environment. Conte's kind of like Klopp at Liverpool. It's like yeah. everyone's just stoked and working really hard and winning. Right, right, exactly, yeah. But Hazard's your main your main man, right, your love? Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm wearing the jersey right now. Oh, the Lille jersey? Yeah, that I got on eBay. Hardcore, um, yeah. Yeah, no, this is a nice jersey. You, like, really, because uh, it was your idea to get this jersey, because I, like, didn't want to get a Chelsea jersey. I was, like, really struggling with that. Yeah. I mean, I could have got one a long time ago, but I was like, oh, I can't, I don't, like, want to be seen wearing that, but I want to, like, support my boy. And then I couldn't do the international, you know, I couldn't do a Belgium jersey because... I'm really I'm like a big Netherlands fan um like internationally because it's my blood I think I'm like a quarter Dutch or some shit so that's like the so way we, that we, we solve the problem yeah what's no, up was, with uh Hazard's neck beard what do you think about that he can do no wrong in my eyes so. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> if he can get away with that I guess he can get away <laughs> with everything 
But um, so I know you were at White Hart Lane recently. Have you actually seen Chelsea live? Have you seen Hazard in the flesh? No, I've never seen him live. Oh, those God. games that I saw, those games that I just saw when I was in in London, that was the first time that those I've never I'd never seen a soccer game in Europe before. That was oh, the first wow. time. Yeah. Um, cuz I'd always it'd always just be like so much art stuff and I never I also like I guess I didn't have like the money for tickets or something. Um, or even though even though I didn't even pay like the gallerists actually were nice enough to pay for these tickets this time. Um, and my friend had an extra ticket, but like, uh, yeah, no, that was my first time seeing, uh, like a game in Europe. I've seen games in Mexico. I've seen games here, but never, never over there. That's wild. Um, yeah. Cause one of my questions that I had scribbled down was like, uh, since you recently had like, um, a show opening in London and then went to, White Hart Lane, I figured, like, you've probably been all around the world and seen all these different games and stadiums and shit, but maybe in no, the future. No, I just make it look like that for my Twitter. <laughs> yeah, so glamorous on Twitter. Yeah, um, but I have a funny story about White Hart Lane. So, like, so these tickets, they were, like, these super sketchy tickets um, that we had where we kind of were, like, illegally borrowing someone's season pass or whatever oh yeah and, yeah and it was kind of like this ordeal to get in um we we ended up getting in but um and that, then uh we weren't even sitting it was like me and my friend oscar who is this um he's also an artist but he's colombian so he um of course like likes soccer as well and then uh, and his girlfriend who had never seen a game either um like but she never seen like any any soccer really ever um so we were kind of like trying to explain like to her about stuff. But, um, anyways, uh, so we were, the seats weren't like right next to each other. Like Oscar was sitting behind me and I was, the guy that I was sitting next to was this, like this, he was, he was fucking wasted. This, <laughs> this Spurs fan, like just so, like barely being able to put like words together. And so I turned around and said something to Oscar. And then I just can see that this guy is like, he's just staring at me. Like, and then he just, then like, I'm kind of like, hi. And then like, after a second, he goes, cause he had heard my accent. He like heard that I was American. He's like, what, where are you from? <laughs> like, I was like, Cal- California. And he was just like, so confused. And he was like, why, why are you here? <laughs> it's like, and I was just like, you know, I, I watch this every weekend. I love it so much. Like I've been really wanting to see a game. Like I was going on and on and like, it was just, it was, he was so confused, like as to why an American woman would like want to see a game or like, or that she would like be interested in, in this. And it was really, so then he starts asking me, um, kind of like, it was like these weird, almost like security questions about the team or something. Like (laughs) my, about the players and I was like like Sissoko or like uh, he's like what's your who's your favorite player is like yeah I I like I really like Danny Rose right now and he was like and every question that I was answering and and I knew all the answers all the like questions that he was answering and like with every answer that I was giving his brain is just like further exploding like what the fuck is going on yeah it's like (laughs) secret misogyny yeah, and then he just, like, looks at me for, like, 20 seconds and doesn't say anything. And then he just pats me on the head, and then he's like, 
welcome to White Hart Lane. Oh my fucking God. <laughs> it was really, it was like so perfect. And, um, yeah, That's that was incredible. like, incredible. You can't possibly have a better like first experience than that. <laughs> I was like totally like, uh, what's the word? Like, yeah, just like very welcomed there. Um, like I had to prove my, yeah, worth. I, I kind of had a similar thing. Like, I've been to the only European games I've seen are I went to Anfield twice and saw Liverpool twice. And uh-huh. um, one of them was against Manchester City. And I, I got in a cab. I was with my dad. And we got in a cab to go to Anfield. And there were like two Manchester or three dudes from Manchester in the car, too, like older dudes. Uh-huh. And they were just kind of the same, like genuine, like confusion and interest right. as to why the fuck we're there and like how do we even get tickets and what just what are we doing there basically and I just went like you know full-on like psychopath mode I was just like oh yeah and this and this and like Manchester and like fuck that and like blah 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 just talking (laughs) to them and they're just like jaws are on the floor they're just like wait you actually know what you're talking about (laughs) it's like yeah dude I'm not here for fucking fun like (laughs) we're gonna wreck you yeah that's so funny yeah, it's actually, it's quite fun to be sometimes, like, like people just assume you're so dumb as an American when it comes to, like, stuff like that. So it's really fun to, like, just, like, secretly know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, American and female, I assume, is, like, times 10. Yeah, there was, like, he was just, he he was having a really hard time with it. Um, <laughs> and, like, but this, I like the Spurs fans. They're, like, they're so fucking rowdy, like, compared to the... Well, because the first game that I saw was the uh, the Champions League game, Arsenal, and like against who was it fucking against? Was it like Luda Gretz or something? It was it was Basel. Oh, Basel, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was like I don't know the Arsenal. Like, it's not as fun though. Those Arsenal fans, like, it's um, they're so quiet in comparison. And it's not like they're not like yelling like horrend like horrendous things, <laughs> you know, um, like yeah. the stuff that people are yelling at White Hart Lane is like, it's just so funny. I mean, it's really like, and there's fucking kids around too. And like, people just don't, I don't know. And there's so, also they don't sell beer at the Champions League game. So I think, what? I, yeah, apparently they stopped doing it because it got like, there's problems or something. So there's no beer at that, at the first game that I went to. And then, but then like White Hart Lane was like a total, like, just like a shit show, but also it was a big game too, like against Man City. So yeah, like a huge game. Yeah. Up for it. Um, it yeah, was, yeah, I mean, I think Emirates kind of has that. It's like infamous for that, I guess. Like the quiet, mostly tourists going to their first game attitude, but also yeah. Champions League, like you said, like Tottenham Man City is a huge fucking league game. Like Arsenal Basel, like. Uh, yeah, you just go there if you have like expendable income because they're probably gonna <laughs> win and they're way better and it kind of doesn't matter. It's like early in the in the cup year, so right, it's understandable. Right. Yeah, um, the live games like it's. I mean, there's definitely like pros and cons to like both like watching on TV and watching the live games. Like it's such a it's really such a different thing. Um, I mean, you in the when you like are there in person and you're like seeing the the touches and like how good, like how like beautifully and easily they like can control the ball. You're just like, it's so crazy to watch that in person. Um, it's so different than watching it on TV, but 
I, I mean, I really, I love watching on TV because then I can like, I don't know, like yell on Twitter and like be in my pajamas <laughs> and like, yeah, it's, it's fun. Cause California, you know, it's, the games are pretty early on here sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. The, my uh, co-host for the normal episodes of the podcast lives in LA also. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's like 4am is like the first game on Saturday and shit. He sleeps right through it. I kind of like it though, actually. It's pretty, it's kind of nice to like, I mean, sometimes I'll like wake up and watch it. Although this weekend was like super fucked up. Like I had, had all these art obligations and I really wanted to like watch some of these games live. And I, but I just couldn't do it. Cause I was like, these dinners were like going to like 3 a.m. I was like, I can't wake up in a few hours to like do this. Yeah. I'm like the opposite. Like if I lived in California, I would a hundred percent stay up until like whatever <laughs> it is, 10 a.m. or something. And then I would sleep till like 6 p.m. Cause yeah. that's just how I do it. But, um, I can't do that anymore. I'm like, I'm not, a, I used to be a stay up person, but I actually, I don't drink anymore. Mm, uh, yeah. It's so like, that's my, like, if you don't drink, it's really hard to stay up. Oh, I don't um, drink. Oh, okay. So you're fuck just, you, man. <laughs> you're just, like, naturally. Yeah, I'm just high on life, dude. What can <laughs> I say? No, I don't know. But, um, yeah, no, I totally agree about this, seeing, seeing teams live. I had the exact same sensation with, like, mostly, like, David Silva on City. I was just, like... Everything he did and every time he touched the ball, I was just like, holy fucking shit. Like, <laughs> this is, like, broken. He's, like, better than video game fake person touching the ball. Like, his control and awareness and stuff was just incredible. But yeah. I also yeah. love seeing live, like, the shit that is off camera, I thought was, like, one of the coolest things. Like, That's so true. Like, Liverpool have a lot of guys, I guess, who are you know, known as, like, box-to-box, like, hard-working, crazy people like Lalana and Henderson and shit. And so, right. like, you know, it'd be, like, some meaningless, like, goal kick or something, and Lalana just sprints, like, the entire length of the field directly at the goalie and, like, tries to slide tackle block it. Right, right, the right. whole crowd, like, gives them a standing applause, but you would never, ever see that on TV. It's so cool. Right. Yeah. No, I love that. I mean, yeah, there's there's so much stuff that you that you miss. So who are some of your favorite players to see in person? Like at that, at those games that you went to? Uh, let's see. I actually, I, you know, what I was really impressed by was, uh, Sissoko. Like he, he was such a fucking presence in that game. And like, um, he's a big guy to like, he was like, just really like, uh, I don't know, super powerful and fast. And like, um, and then I, I just thought that when he came out, the game really, like, the last 20 minutes when, when they pulled him, like, the game kind of, it slowed down a bit. I don't know. And then, like, and I was way too, and, you know, like, we both, like, I think we both share a disdain for um, Lamella, but I was, like, <laughs> way scared to, I was way too scared to, like, yell anything about, but, I mean, I didn't even have to. Everyone else was yelling, because in that game, he missed a PK. Yeah, he missed the pen, yeah. <laughs> But, uh, I mean, yeah. I love I love and hate Lamella. I mean, I love like how cocky and flashy he is, and he's so like skilled and sometimes amazing. But right. yeah, he can be like a fucking idiot a lot of the time too. Yeah, no, I just yeah, like he's kind of I know sometimes he does something like really amazing, but like I don't. It's just like also the way he moves. It's like 
he's these kind of like pansy moves or something. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. His hands, like he has these limp wrists. That's what people <laughs> always give shit about uh, to Sterling. Like the way <laughs> Sterling runs, his like limp wrists just like flop back and forth and everyone's just constantly <laughs> making fun of him. What do you say? It's not even as bad as Lamel. Like Lamel, he's just so goofy looking sometimes. <laughs> and like the haircuts, I don't know. Who else? Oh yeah, I like and I like I like Danny Rose actually. Um, I like these players that like yeah. Because what is he? The right right back? Left back, yeah. Yeah, um, and he's like up and down the field and like I always. Yeah, I no, just, he's great. He him and Kyle Walker are like such good fullbacks, like really entertaining and always up and down and stuff. Yeah, I just like to because I was the kind of player that I wanted to be, so like that's why. I just, like, love to watch that. Yeah, you kind of, like, modeled your game after them. Or maybe they modeled their game after you. Who knows? But um, so you mentioned that you're, like, this weird blend of sports and soccer fanatic and artist. Um, And, like, your friend Oscar, I guess, is, too. Do you find that there are a lot of, like, hidden sports fans kind of in the art world? Or does everyone think it's, like, really bizarre? No, I'm actually, like, fine. Actually, like, because I've been yelling about it so much on Twitter. Like I've actually, some people that kind of come out of the woodwork or something. And like, um, there's just other artists. I know there's like a, like American football fan of our, of our other, this guy we just met, who's also an artist. And like, yeah, it's kind of interesting now. Cause I made such a big, I, I like for years and years, I, I guess I didn't like, I guess people just didn't know or something that that was like such a big part of my life. And then, in the last couple of years, I feel like I've just made it so much more known. And now it's kind of like I can, I don't know, people come out of the woodwork now. But it's still, it's very few still. It's not like, and I don't understand why there's not more crossover. Because they're both like very creative things. Um, yeah, that's how I feel. It's the same for me in, in my world. Like I used to work in music and shit. And like my close friends knew because I'd, you know, stay up till 10 a.m. watching soccer. But then... Yeah, people always find it weird. They're a little bit almost like off-put. Like, what do you mean you have like a podcast about fantasy soccer? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, like I'm crazy. I know, whatever. Get over yeah. it. But actually for like, for in the last couple of years too, I also like have had, I've definitely had more time to watch it and like the money to pay for like direct TV and shit, which is so helpful because just watching online, like, it takes a lot of work. I don't know. It really, like, DirecTV is really good for sports. Because um, it just, like, you just, I don't know, cable, like, because I got it for, I finally, like, broke down and got uh, got it for, like, the World Cup a few years ago. And then just, like, kept, then I got, like, really into it, like, watching so much all the time. Um, like, so many games. Um, but, like, I would, before that, like, I'd only occasionally, I would catch the games that I could, but it wasn't, like... I wasn't able to see as many as I wanted to. And yeah, and tomorrow I think there's like a friend, like a friendly between Netherlands and Belgium that I'm excited to see. That's like your dream. I know. Um, and I had to kind of like for the Euros this summer, like, cause the fucking, I mean, the, you know, Holland wasn't in it, which is like, it's been, it's been a really dark time to say to be a, a Dutch fan. Well, they made like the quarters or semis in the World Cup, but then it was like all downhill, right? Pretty much. Yeah, that World Cup year, they were sick though. What, the two, 
or 2010. Yeah, with like when we lost our, to Spain, right? Yeah, but they no no. Uh, who'd you guys lose to? And you guys wrecked Spain and like knocked them and like won the group. I think right. Wasn't that the like flying like RVP header where he like oh, yeah yeah you know, yeah like he did like the dolphin head <laughs> and uh, Ro- I just remember Robin being like the best thing ever in the tournament. But yeah, I think you guys yeah. lost in like the quarters or semis. I, I can't remember who. Yeah. But yeah, since then it's been way way downhill. Because they well they I mean Netherlands has has never won a World Cup. They've been so close so many times. It's kind of like. I don't know. It's yeah, um, fucked up. But yeah, I sort of switched over to Belgium then, like this summer. Um, but then they didn't, like, there's kind of, they didn't end up doing that well. <laughs> so do you, do, you, do you, does the football ever influence, like, your art side of life? Like, does Chelsea get, like, fucking wrecked and then you make a really angry video or something? Or, like, a bloody painting? Yeah, I think it, like, it totally. Yeah, I I always get I get a lot of inspiration from like non art things. Like I like looking at like going to a gallery is I really don't I don't like uh, it's like magnets or something. Like when it's like too like the same pole, it kind of just like repels you. You know, like if you if I look at too much art, then I like don't want to make any art, especially and I, especially talking about art. Then like I definitely don't want to make any art. That's why I like dropped out of two art schools <laughs> wow yeah so such a like i mean it takes like a special kind of like idiot to drop out of two art schools um but it's just yeah i hated it it's like so much talking so like so much talking and like no one making anything it was really weird i was like this is really getting in the way of me making things so like bye <laughs> but yeah no it totally i mean it's such a beautiful game to watch and like um yeah, I get really emotional about it sometimes. And like, well, actually, when I so when I stopped playing, um, there was a couple years like right after I'd stopped playing because I made this big decision to go to art school and not go to college to play, and like turned down all these like offers or whatever. Um, and I really I couldn't even like pat like walk past this uh, like a field without tearing up. Like it was very wow, very like uh, sensitive spot um but then it's kind of like now it's just so many years later um and it just it's not like i'm gonna really have like a soccer career at this point so it's just um i don't know it's kind of like i feel like i can really in the last couple of years i f- i felt like i could really start enjoying it again there's actually a few years where i couldn't even really watch it um it was kind of like because you just felt so like left out or like there was a missed opportunity or something kind of but I also I really didn't want to play because I had so it gave me um I had a lot of anxiety like when in the last couple years like when I was a teenager with all the college scouts and like the ODP stuff Mm. and I would just and I was really again like I said I was really just coasting on like pretty like raw natural talent and like I never did any like extra stuff or like like all these other girls, like they wanted it so bad. And like, I, I remember like, and I would always start and I remember always wishing that I could, uh, like be a sub. That was like, this is your artist side. You have these like dueling personalities. Yeah, exactly. And like, that's really not, you know, to, to like 
take it to like you really that's like you you can't have that kind of attitude you know no, like, i would totally bench you if i was your coach <laughs> i feel like I what do like, you mean you want to be friends with everyone on the other team and be on the bench <laughs> fuck you you're on the bench <laughs> yeah no i mean i would always like ask to come out and he'd be like no like you gotta stand i mean i was just like it was just it's like the opposite of what you should want you know but the do you first do that do you do like the hand signal while you're like rotating your hands over one another to sub out and um, your coach just gives you the middle finger yeah but it would be this would be like 10 minutes into the game it was really oh, what? It was like, <laughs> like sad because the, well the first like 10 15 minutes i was always such a nervous wreck i was just like total totally shit uh, um, like and i would like throw up before games and stuff like i don't know yeah, i just you, you like, needed, i would get like, so, so nervous you needed like beta blockers or something like some performance enhancing drugs yeah could have been a I superstar mean, yeah um i mean now i'm like so i'm so much better now at like managing anxiety that than like i was back then um but like yeah it's it was just like a weird mixture i just cared so much about it that i would like care I, it would just be like too intense and then I would, you know, kind of like, it was like a bit like self-sabotage or something. Yeah, um, totally. But yeah, but after like, after 20 minutes, then I would kind of get, like be okay. And then, um, and then I could get into it. Um, but, and then it was really fun. I really, fuck, I really, really miss being that in shape. That was like, if, oh my God, <laughs> it was so amazing. Just being able to like run and run and run for ninety minutes. I've never, um, I've never felt that in my life. Maybe one day. It's fucking awesome. I think I stopped playing ASO soccer when I was like ten or eleven. Once the, once the practice moved from like ten a.m. to eight a.m., uh-huh. I was just like, nah, this is this is ridiculous. Like, <laughs> fuck this. Nah, no yeah. chance. Yeah. So did you have, like, aspirations growing up to, like, maybe be on the women's national team or stuff like that? Now they're so fucking good and, like, so popular. Yeah, I mean, um, I yeah, I totally did. And when I was um, – I was at the 1999 Women's World Cup when they won against China in at the Rose Bowl. Holy um, shit. When, like, Brandy Chastain, like, ripped off her – jersey you know with like the sports bra um like that famous picture um because they went on pks that was like i remember i'll like never i'll never forget that i mean it was such a packed it was like ninety thousand people at the rose bowl and like um like watching pks with ninety thousand people is really really intense and um that's special it was really crazy and um and i was yeah i was 12 and uh I was, I remember being so nervous. Like I was, I felt, I felt like physically sick if they weren't going to win, but then they did. And like, um, and that was a team with like Michelle Akers and Mia Hamm, like kind of the first like big team. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I know Mia. Yeah. Um, she was like, I like totally want, like wanted to be her, you know, um, like everyone did, but yeah, now it's like, um, it's quite, it's, I mean, it's, I think it's probably different now from when I played. Like, I think there's more people playing. I think it's more competitive, um, which is great. I think it just, it's good for the women's game to like, I don't know, like the level keeps getting higher and higher. Like also like the more resources and stuff that are uh, allotted to, to the women's game. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that 
you look at in contrast to like the men's game and it's like it's like the opposite but every other male country that's really good consistently like it's they have that history of winning and kids idolizing the players sort of like women's soccer in the US but so you still do you watch a lot of women's soccer cuz you mostly I feel like tweet about like Premier League and Bundesliga and La Liga and stuff yeah, I wa- I mean, I watch a ton of women's soccer. Like whenever I I watch almost every game that the national team plays. Um, I also watch. I was just watching the U seventeen, U twenty, no U seventeen World Women's World Cup that was in like, was in some, it was in Jordan in the Middle East, which was like so crazy. That's wild. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I like watching the, 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 like the little, the littles, like the young ones, because <laughs> the smalls. Then you, yeah, cause then you like see them come up. Um, and then I also watch, I watch, uh, women's college soccer, uh, whatever games air on some of these networks, like the big 10 network. And like, there's like another, there's like some college networks that will like, air actually quite a lot of games. Um, I really like the Duke women's team and they have, and um, they're quite good and they have uh, some players that I really like. Um, but yeah, I like watching. It's really fun to watch, like to see uh, the, like if you watch the top college teams, like a few players from every, you know, each of those teams are on like the U 17 team, the U 20 team. And then you just watch that, those teams, and then you like see them get pulled up to the national team. So you see, you just like see the whole. Yeah, you see the whole progression. Yeah, that's cool. It's really, and I really like enjoyed doing that. Um, like I've kind of, uh, I didn't used to do that, but now like I started, I was like, you know, what? I need to like, I want to like see the whole, the whole cycle of this happening. Um, yeah, you really, was- you really are a soccer freak. <laughs> yeah but and like and the college uh the college girls are really cute um because they're like i don't know i like watching college kids they're like living living on their own for the first time and like i don't know and there's i think a bit more rivalry with like college stuff um and yeah there's like something there's like they're kind of they're scrappy you know like it's kind of it's cute to watch yeah i feel like it's like that with all the like college versus professional sports or at least american sports are like that yeah, yeah absolutely so and, uh what do you think about the u.s men's national team like what do you think about Klinsman and what he's doing with them you know i i so i love him um i think uh i really i love and i'm obviously so excited about um the uh the little uh christian Pulisic. yeah oh my god because um, he i mean he's fucking 18 like it's crazy and that's totally like what the rest of the players need to be doing like playing not in the mls like playing abroad because the mls just is a garbage fire it's so <laughs> shitty yeah i i'm i'm fully with you on that yeah, no, it's just, like, we're never gonna... And it's always so hard, like, every time the World Cup comes around, I kind of, like, I'll get my hopes up a little bit, and then, you know, and then we'll kind of do okay, but then, you know, but then in the end, you're, like, there's just some game that happens, and you're, like, yeah, we're really, like, not on 
the level of these other countries. Oh, yeah, like we're not even fucking playing the same game. It's ridiculous. Yeah, exactly. Pulisic is the great great hope. I think he's the – yeah, and I think that there just needs to be more players like him – like like Michael, I also think that some of our players like we just need to get some more young, young blood because like some of the players are just old and like I, Michael Bradley he b- bugs the shit out of me. He gives the ball away so much and it just I don't understand. I don't understand with him. Like yeah, I, don't- I used to like him a lot more, and then he moved from like Roma to Toronto, and I was just like, okay, like. You've given up. I don't understand. Yeah, and I but like, why is he still on the team? Yeah, he's like, I mean, he's he's good. He's probably just position wrong. I mean, like, it's interesting to me that you like Klinsman, but you have all these complaints about like the team selection and stuff because a lot of that shit is why I kind of like fucking hate Klinsman because <laughs> he yeah. always picks like the same like old fucks and plays people out of position and. Right. You know, and it's like, just start Pulisic every game. Like, he's, like, the best player. He plays on Dortmund, you know? I guess what makes me like him is his, like, personality or something. Like, I think that, like, I, I, guess, I, I guess I don't really like his coaching style that much, but I kind of like him. Yeah, he's um, pretty charismatic. Yeah, so I think that's, like, the pull. Because I think, unfortunately, also, if, in America, like, I think we need that. Like, people... They need to have that like, like charismatic person to like see. Um, it can't just be some like dry person. Like the fans, you can't like I don't know Americans. Like you need to. You need we need like a Klopp or Conte. We don't need. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Like you can't. You I mean. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So I guess like yeah, but yeah, um, yeah. Maybe I don't like him. <laughs> <laughs> I think you don't like him. But Pulisic, I mean, maybe he he kind of like his upside, I guess, is is like someone like Hazard. I mean, he'll probably never be as good as Hazard, but he I love his like low center of gravity, like little dribbler trickster guy. Yeah, I mean that's why uh, that's why I love Hazard so much. Like, I mean, his goal his goals this weekend were like fucked up. They were so fucked good. up. Um, he just. I don't know. He's like, he just sort of like lulls the defenders to sleep a bit, like like a snake charmer. And then it's just, and the shots are so quick. Like the keeper wasn't even set at all to like, he's just like, there's nothing you can do about that kind of shit. Yeah. When the keeper just like kind of falls backwards on their ass, they're just like, come on, come on guys. (laughs) Yeah. No, they go like, it was like, it was actually good. It was a good weekend. Um, it was a crazy weekend. Yeah, for yeah. goals. Yeah, yeah. Everyone, goals. everyone in fantasy was really depressed after the Chelsea game. Anyone who didn't have Hazard or Costa in fantasy was just like, "Oh fuck me, I'm gonna go down so many places." But then, but then everyone has Liverpool midfielders, so they came through too. Mm-hmm. So yeah. on on the topic of Liverpool, as we kind of wrap up, like, what's the deal with you and Firmino? Because I'm tr- I've been trying to like work you into Firmino and get into him. We both love I'm him. In- Why do you not love him? More. I'm into him more. Like it just was, I sort of, sometimes I sort of have these reactions with these guys like initially. And this was sort of the same way that I felt about Ronaldo for like a really long time 
I just like my when they're when it's too kind of like flashy or something, I just sort of I don't know what it is that I just don't like instantly I just don't trust it or something. Um and then but then I don't know, I used to fucking hate Ronaldo so much. Like I hated the the theatrics and the diving and then like I guess I kinda like put Firmino into that category like too early. Um, cause I've been, I've definitely been a pre like, I'm like, so like converted about him now. Yes. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm so stoked. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've come to the, to the light side, but even like now Ronaldo or something, like, I guess cause he got a little bit older, like, I don't know. Um, and I also, I saw the documentary about him and then I kind of like, like seeing him with his son, like I kind of, I was like, oh, that's kind of cute. Um, like, and I don't know. Um, yeah, and sometimes it's hard to describe what, like, a player just rubs you the wrong way or whatever. Yeah. But and, then, like, if Ronaldo didn't look like Ronaldo, if he looked like Franck Ribery, I feel like everyone <laughs> would love him. Exactly. Yeah, I think it's just because it's, like, it's too – he's, like, very, like, like love to hate, you know, because he's just yeah. – because it's, it's just, like, the total package <laughs> – so it's like there has like how I don't know. Yeah, he has like a twelve pack abs, and he could score from <laughs> anywhere, and he's so tricky and so strong and so fast. Yeah. He's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, this girl that I follow on Twitter, this like Real Madrid troll, like she's really funny, and she's like a huge Ronaldo fan, and her and she just like she just rips into. Barca like all day long like she just fucking hates she hates Messi and she's really funny um you should follow her yeah didn't you didn't you like post one of her things in in the consumer reports or something like that it was like a retweet from her yeah she just her she has like just a ton of stuff like that she's really funny but yeah uh, I'm looking it up so she yeah she tweeted didn't exist 12 years ago Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Uber, Airbnb, Snapchat, Instagram, Fitbit, Spotify, Dropbox, Barcelona fans, and WhatsApp. <laughs> so good. I know. She's, yeah. Yeah, she's really funny. I'll have to wonder, give her, I'll give her a follow. Yeah, for sure. I always wonder, like, yeah. It's funny because, like, also for so long, um, I guess in, like, the art world and stuff, I sort of felt like I was on my own little island of, like, liking it's ridiculous, but like liking, like enjoying soccer. Um, cause for so long I was just like around so many people who didn't like it or something. Um, but then, and so I'm always like kind of surprised when there's like other girls who like, it, which is like ridiculous. Um, but Twitter's like, I don't know. It's a good, it's like, I feel like I have like a little crew on there now. Yeah. There's is- still no, nothing, that's like nearly as good as Twitter when there's like live events happening. Yeah, absolutely. Like there's a live soccer game or whether you just want to like troll and talk shit about the Grammys or whatever. Like there's always like a group of people actively talking about and watching the same shit. And it just, yeah, I I love my like fantasy people that I always tweet with like every morning and shit. It's just great. Well, yeah, it's the only way for me to really uh, keep up with things Um, because sometimes, like, I won't even – I try as much as I can to, like, keep up with the schedules and stuff, but, like, sometimes I won't even know that there's a game on and then I see, like, I don't know, then there like, some – like, the – because I follow, like, all the official accounts and stuff. You see me tweet, like, oh, my God, fucking fuck (laughs) me. Oh, shit, shit, the game's on. Yeah. Um, Because it's kind of, like, a lot of work if you're in America and, like, you're not – 
because over like in Europe, you know, these like it's at a better it's at better times. And, oh like, yeah, yeah. Like I really have to plan it out to to see to see stuff, and also like if I want to know news about players or something, you have to like, you know. Uh, but over there, you just kind of like hear about it, like everyone's talking about it. And like all my, all the Ubers and like taxi cabs and stuff, I would just like talk about the like the teams with all the drivers and like yeah, and you they just, just have like talk sport on the radio or whatever. Exactly. Like you just hear it's like so much a part of daily life over there or something. Um, so, you- so last, let's just let's just go back to the Premier League a little. So. We talked about Mourinho and him and United look look like they're on the outside looking in for the top four. Who do you like to potentially win the league? Who do you like as your top four? There's so many good teams this year. Tottenham could sneak in there. I mean, I guess maybe Tottenham. Like I saw because I saw them beat Man City, but that's when like that's when De Bruyne was injured. So I feel like it's kind of you know Man City without De Bruyne is like uh, yeah, um, Prince Harry. <laughs> I love him, um, but uh, yeah, no, I think Liber- yeah, Liverpool, Chelsea, Arsenal, and Tottenham. Wow, so, no city. I don't think so. You heard it here first, folks. I think Tottenham. I, I like Tottenham. Yeah, I, I kind of like this version of Tottenham too. I like Pochettino, and Kane is back now. Yeah, exactly. I think uh, now that they have Kane back, it's going to be better. Yeah. Um, the city are like, so good too. I don't know. It's going to be a great year, though. Yeah, I don't think Leicester will be up there this year. Uh, sadly, no. I mean, that was incredible last year, and like, um, so I actually saw, I saw the Chelsea game. I was on a plane, um, when Chelsea played. I who I don't remember. It was Tottenham. Oh yeah, it was, and and yeah, and and your uh, boy with the late yeah. goal. And I, I cried on the play. Like, people were looking at me like I was so nuts. Um, but I was lucky. It was a JetBlue flight, so they had, like... Oh, yeah, they have, like, NBC and stuff, yeah. Yeah, yeah like, I could, it was the best. It was... I was so worried to, like, miss the game, and I was, like, so upset. And then... And, I, and it, like, just turned out so well. But, yeah, I was, like, crying on the plane. <laughs> and then, like, because they were showing all the footage of the players, like, sell it, like, those crazy, like... Cell phone videos. Yeah, it was like at at Vardy's house or something. Yeah, Yeah. this is so great. Um, But that's just like, I mean, even if you're not, like, it's just like such a good story, you know? Like, I just love, I mean, who doesn't love, like, a good underdog? Yeah, it was like a movie. It was the greatest, like, underdog story ever, basically. Yeah, I think, yeah, like, absolutely one of the greatest sports stories of all time, I think. Like, at any any sports yeah i fully 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 agree um yeah. cool dude i think that that's that covers most of what i wanted to talk about cool geneva okay. asked me how long this was going to be i was like i don't know probably like 30 minutes and we're at like an hour so <laughs> <laughs> no it's to- yeah um no it's totally good cool um well thanks so much for coming on it was great to have you on yeah, thanks for having me. And uh, um, where can people like follow you or see your artwork and stuff like that? I don't know. You can just like go- Google my name. That's what I do. <laughs> Studio <laughs> record, right? Google it.
Social Podcast Network.